0: Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Too early morning. Lord has had me up since 3 a.m. because We have a big problem in the body of Christ. It's like the leaders have gone wild, not all of them, but some of them. And you have a lot of people who don't want to admit this, don't want to talk about this in the body of Christ. Um, you've got The body of Christ always talking about what's going on in the world. But let's talk about what's going on in the church. And it is not pleasing to God. Yesterday when I woke up from my nap. I got on here and I literally came across a video that disturbed my spirit. A pastor grabbing a woman by her neck a bishop a bishop a bishop let me get this let me me make this plain a bishop a bishop a bishop a bishop is supposed to be blameless you know now there's a lot of things that go on in the church true story but you grabbing a woman by her neck You grabbing a woman by her neck. How is that of God? And where are your armor bears? Like if she was a problem, couldn't they have removed her quietly and gently? Considering she wasn't trying to fight anyone. The aggression. The anger. You're a wolf in sheep's clothing. I pray that this woman gets the courage. To stand up against you. And take you down. For the monster that you truly are. You are working for Satan. That is not the spirit of God. It is not. And that is not acceptable in the eyes of God. And whatever leader of a church. Don't address this. I believe that you're a coward. Because how are you men of God. Supposed to be living for the Lord. And with a title bishop. And abusing women or anyone. Oh, it is just like, yo, it's amazing how people don't fear the Lord, but you putting your hands on that woman. It wasn't right. And then it poses the question and I pray to God, you're not putting your hands on your wife. Because you were so quick to grab this woman by her neck as if this is something that you just do normally. Put your hands on women. Jesus, I am praying. I am so serious that you are not doing this to your wife. Bishop. I don't even know how you got the title Bishop, but that's between you and God. Because we got all these title chasers out here who don't even deserve the title that they walk in. Oh yeah, true story. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. He was entirely too comfortable with it. And I'm going to be honest. I pray to God that he does not put his hands on his wife. Because at the end of the day, if he does, I pray that she encourages that young lady that was there to press charges. Even if she don't want to press charges, she need to sit up and encourage that other woman to press charges because that was not right. It was not of God. It was not of God. It was not of God. All these title chasers. Like it's just not right. It's just not right. It's mean, it's wicked. Listen, we all have to be bold enough to stand up against these wolves in sheep's clothing in the body of Christ. they claim that they are doing this thing for God, but there's no God in them. There's no God in them. There's no God in them. They don't care about God. They don't care about God's people. They went from their hustling life on the street and brought it into the church. And they hustle people for money and other things, you know. I'm gonna tell you the truth. And when we see. so I'm trying to figure out why these people in the body of Christ don't want to talk about these outrageous prices, people trying to charge for different things in ministry. When at the end of the day, Jesus didn't charge anybody anything, everything that the Lord did was for free, and then Paul worked because people weren't gonna be sitting up there calling him a robber. You follow what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, where did this this concept of if I go into ministry? ministry, ministry, I'm going to make money off of people and I don't have to work a job. Like, where did that come from? Like, it's foolishness. Because at the end of the day, if you went into ministry and God told you to go into ministry, you know for a fact ain't no making no money in it unless people, if he places it on their heart to give. Hey, let's make this plain. People go out and work because if a man don't work, a man don't eat. If a man don't work, a man don't eat. The love of money is the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. You know, oh God, asking people for money in large amounts during inflation, recession, after COVID where people lost jobs, some people lost their health. I could not be silent about this. The Lord would not allow me to. The Lord woke me up, had me take a shower, get fully dressed like this thing is real because I got other things to do on today. He said, but you go start your day extremely early because this makes no sense. It's not of God. Like y'all out here You all have taken ministry Like it's a get rich quick scheme You not caring about the people You are not caring about their needs You only caring about yourself And your family And your needs And then And then, and then most of you all on social media, you all thought that you could get on social media, open up a Bible, preach the word of God, come with all kinds of different teachings and think that the people was going to be stupid enough to just sow into your ministry. Understand. Do you really have a ministry? Do you have a 501c3 nonprofit organization? I mean, is this really a ministry from God where even the government backs it up? Like, have you taken care of all your legalities? Oh, yeah. Many of you have not. Many of you have not. And if you haven't, you may want to go. On the internet and find out how to make your thing official because you all are saying that you're doing things in the name of God and in the name of Jesus and you're not there's no God in it it's all self it's all self it's all self it's all self and it makes no sense it makes no sense. So, you out here just winging it. You 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 just, it. You just doing whatever you want to do. You just doing whatever you want to do. And if you live in the United States, you, you dealing with the government. You dealing with the government. You're dealing with the government. You're dealing with the government. You can't avoid the government. You don't pay your taxes. It's tax evasion. Like, it's just crazy. People don't want to follow rules. They don't want to follow the law. You want to sit up here and just do what you want to do. You're undisciplined. And at the end of the day, I mean, that's on you. You know, I follow the law. But like, if it's something that don't agree with God at all, you can miss me on that. I'm going to stand against it. And it don't matter who like it and who don't. Because there comes a time in life where you have to stand against. You got to be set apart and you got to be truly set apart. Come out from among them and be ye separate. And you got to be bold and courageous for the things of God. Period. Point blank. Period. Point blank. Like many of you in the body of Christ took the jab. Because the government said so. Not Rosina Akinola. Not Rosina Akinola. Because God said don't do it. But many churches did it. They promoted it. They actually paid people to get that junk put into their arms. And I pray that each and every pastor, leader, bishop, whoever you are, whatever your title may be, that you you encouraged your people to take that stuff. You paid them to take that stuff. And I truly pray that you went to the Lord and you repented for that. Because if you would have gone to God first, you would not have taken it. You would not have encouraged others to take it either. The foolishness that goes on in the body of Christ. What people do for money, for the love of money, is the root of all evil. For the love of money is the root of all evil. For the love of money is the root of all evil. For the love of money is the root of all evil. evil. You know, tithes and offerings. Let me tell y'all something. I go to my local church. I give offerings when God tells me to. But on my paychecks, right? When I get paid. Whatever taxes have to come out, come out, right? And then every paycheck, 200, goes into Save Our Families Incorporated, the ministry that the Lord has given me. And then I, out of that account, I partner with three other ministries. Like Clockwork, every month that's what the Lord has commanded me to do. That's the instruction he has given me. So then, when I'm at my local church, when the Lord tells me to give, I give. And when he tells me not to give, I don't give. Because at the end of the day, the Lord knows I work full time. And I pay more than 10% of a tithe even into Save Our Families Incorporated, every paycheck. Period, point blank. And what's left over go into my personal and what I got to put in my savings and things of that nature so my bills can be paid because there has to be a balance. There has to be a balance, but don't nobody want to talk about that. Don't nobody want to talk about that. Don't nobody want to talk about that. You know, one thing about me, I don't deal with foolishness. I promise to God, I don't. I do not like when people try to go on someone else's live and try to tell them what to do. Because at the end of the day, go start your own. (laughs) I just don't play these type of games. I block, folks. I ain't got time from you. I block. You know. And it's just so crazy how these people... Are literally, literally, constantly, you know, like y'all robbing God and His people. And then have you no know, shame? Like, and the craziest thing is, like, they know the Bible. They know the Bible. They know the Bible. So, how are you sitting up here, like, you think you're above rebuke and reproach and correction? I mean, last time I checked, we served the same God. We served the same God. You know, I'm just really praying for the Lord to give the men and women of God the boldness and the courage to speak up against these things that goes on right inside the body of Christ. Because it's crazy how the body of Christ always got something to say about what's going on in the world. But then they're silent about what goes on in the church. Why are they silent about the things that go on in the church? I mean, are you afraid of your board members? I mean, I'd rather fear God than man. Because everything gonna work out for your good. You go to God first. It, it's just crazy, man. I, I I, mean, listen. This thing is like really... It makes no sense. It's not right. And I mean... And, They can see what's going on in the world with prices. People are struggling paying their rent and utilities, keeping gas in their cars, feeding their children, keeping clothes on their children's backs. Come on now, you know, buying groceries, you know what I mean? Buying household products, but like y'all keep having y'all hand out. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. And then have the audacity to try to curse the people who don't give you, give to you. And the thing is, God not go curse them people because God has told them not to give. It's amazing how people think the same God that will tell you to give will not tell you not to give. Y'all better understand, the same God that tell you to give to a ministry, he'll tell you to stop giving to a ministry. I'm a living witness to it because I'm a giver. And I give when the Lord tell me to give, not when the leader of the church tell me to give. This is why you have to have a true, intimate relationship with God so you will not be manipulated. I believe in giving. I promise to God. I do. I believe in these things. God gives seed to the sower. This is the truth. But if he's giving me seed and I got bills to pay and I got other things to do, I got to know. And there has to be a balance because if I'm giving you and my bills not paid, that means I'm a fool. I'm a fool. Because you done said, if I don't give to you, I'm going to be cursed. But yet, I got a final notice for my utilities. I got an eviction notice. And you telling me if I don't give to you, I'm going to be cursed? And some of you have been doing this and giving to your church. And that's why you have a final notice on your utility bill. This is why you have a final notice or eviction notice at your door. Because you've been giving to the church. More than you've been taking care of your home. Because you've been told, if you take care of God's house, I'm going to take care of yours. My God from Zion. Thank you for the share and thank you for the follows. My God from Zion. My God from Zion. These churches just wanting to build buildings, but not discipleship. Have no discipline. They are bad stewards of God's money. Because make no mistake about it, when you tithe into the church, that is not the church's money, it's the God, it's God's money, and it's for you to do God's will, not your will, not your stupid events, because at the end of the day, y'all keep on having these events, being wasteful and bad stewards of God's money, and after you have the event, and the people that you want to show up, don't show up, and then when your church don't grow the way you want it to grow, then you want to sit up here and give all these other reasons why people need to give more than just their tithe. They, you know, there's all kind of reasons why they need to give, the foolishness to go on in the church this is every church i watch different churches i've been in different churches god sends me in to let me see what's going on because see this thing starts from the leadership it's not the congregation it starts at the head the lord had me do a leadership class twice honey integrity many of these leaders have no integrity they have no character they're money hungry vultures. They literally went from hustling on the street to hustling in the church. They actually took the church as a business. Look at she get rich quick scheme. Have you no shame? You asking people for money when they can barely pay their bills. You asking for people for large sums of money for things that. God can speak to them about the Holy Spirit, can teach them. The Holy Spirit is the greatest teacher. Thank you. I just pray that the Lord keep exposing you, wolves in sheep's clothing. There's a separation that's going on right now, and pride comes before destruction. Pride comes before destruction and there is a separation that is taking place right now, right now, right now. Every wicked leader is going to be exposed. And the joy is they expose themselves because they love to live stream their church services because they want to be seen so they're actually exposing themselves you see how god works this thing out for us to be able to see clearly you know i believe in giving i do and i give when god tells me to not when man tells me to you're not gonna manipulate scripture okay god bless you god bless you oh congratulations on your estate sale i love you love you thank you thank you yes there is freedom in jesus christ and good night i pray you get some sweet slumber sweet slumber in the mighty name of jesus thank you bethany so yes 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 so you know i believe in giving i am a giver you know I do. There's ministries I partner with. Um there are different ministries that the Lord will have me just bless the the leader. Like it's literally just for the leader. It's not even for the ministry like it's it's a personal seed into the leader. So, I'm not saying don't give. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about these money hungry vultures who have literally taken their hustle from the street and brought it into ministry. Um, many people thought that starting a ministry online was going to be a get rich quick scheme. And they found out that it wasn't because people have read into this thing. Everybody with their cash app, these cash out profits tell about that you're going to be blessed. The Bible tells you, he's going to bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. Right? So at the end of the day, it's better to give than it is to receive. And people have taken advantage of this. Y'all, y'all got to be aware of these false teachers. You all have to be aware. We are living in the end times. We all know this. You know, these things, everything's coming to pass the last days, the last of the last really like man, because like when you really pay attention to what's going on in the world, sweet Jesus it's all in the book of Revelation. But, you know, people try to skip that book of the Bible (laughs) because they too busy trying to manipulate people and get other things done, because if they actually taught the book of Revelation, half of the church members they have will leave the church because they'll find out that they're going to hell. If they read the book of Revelation. Their church members. Will find out. That they are on a highway. To hell. True. Story. Instead of a highway to heaven. How do I know? Well. When I read the book of Revelation. After my son was murdered. And after being under good teaching of course. But like I mean. I'm talking about like I read this thing for myself. And uh. I hadn't been fully delivered. Well, I found out that I was on the highway to hell and not a highway to heaven. True story. True story. I'm telling you all, reading is fundamental. Reading, reading this Bible, it will destroy your unbelief. Like, you've got to open it up and read it for yourself. For yourself. Like, when you all listen to ministers or you go to a church or however you do your church online or in person, um i do believe you should get back into the church building and come out of your isolation in your home Um, because many people are suffering from mental illness from where they had to be stuck and shut in their homes and it's time for you to be set free and delivered in the mighty name of jesus and it's time for you to get back out and get around people and do not live in fear many of you got the vaccine you wear your mask get back into your church building okay this is just real um It's just the whole truth. But, like, you all, you have to start reading the word for yourself because if you don't, you will be led astray. You will be manipulated. Most pastors or leaders or whatever, they'll go, they'll read one scripture to you and then they'll preach for two hours. Like, hold on, there's no context in this scripture. So they're just preaching to you their opinion and not the context of the Bible. And so like when they give you a scripture to go to open up your Bible and go to it, or if you don't go to it in that moment, you write it down so you can go to it later in the privacy of your own home when it's quiet. So the Holy Spirit can tell you what he wants you to know about that. scripture because i'm telling you the truth he's going to have you read more than just one line he's going to have you read an entire passage so you can get the full understanding because it's context you know how when you read in a paragraph there's context clues there's context context you can't just read one scripture and then run with it and try to prove a point and then do a two-hour sermon no the devil is a liar and you are too Ay, 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 man, you got to study to show yourself approved unto God. Like, my sheep know my voice. What is my voice? The word of God is God's voice. The word of God is God's voice. The word of God is his voice. It's amazing how so many people go to church and they don't even know one scripture, and they're under good teaching. It's amazing how people go to church and then when they leave the church, they're gossiping with one another. But if you ask them, man, that would say like, man, that was a good sermon, wasn't it? They can't even tell you what the sermon was about. So what are you going to church for? The gossip? Going to church like it's a club? Like what are we doing? What are we doing? We're doing everything but the true will of God. Ain't that something? And somebody has to call it out. Because everybody see it. But they're just too afraid to speak on it. Going along with the okey doke. Y'all better start fearing God more than man. Because you better know when the Lord tell you to speak up, you need to speak up straight up and down. He will not leave you nor forsake you. And you do not, have, should, yeah, him, okay, do not fear for the Lord is with you always. It's amazing how you can be bold and courageous for the devil. But then when you get into the house of God, you scared? Who you scared of? Because I I'm gonna speak up. When I know I got all of heaven backing me up. Make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. I'm telling you. I've told you all this before. Like Esther. If I perish, I perish. Because my people are destroyed. From a lack of knowledge. This is about God's people. Not the government. Not the leader in the church. And not the king. It's about the king of kings. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is just. I I don't see how people are being silent right now. You keep worrying about what's going on in the world. Let's talk about this wickedness in the church. That is just as bad as what's going on in the world. This is why people in the world don't want to come to church because they can't see a difference between us and them. You going to the church? You got the light shows and the music. You got the performers. Oh, God. Where's the Holy Ghost? 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 Huh? Where's the Spirit of God? Half of the people going into church on Sunday and then they getting up or singing. They was in the club on Saturday night. The spirit of God not in them. They're bound. Just because you can sing a song. Just because you can mimic a voice. It's not the spirit of God. You can't fake anointing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Jesus. You can't fake anointing. You can't fake the anointing. You know, it's amazing how many people, every time there's an anointing service, they go up to get anointed with all. But yet, you're not delivered. So, we just got a bunch of greasy demons running around in the church. Undelivered. Hmm. Don't have the Spirit of God. Just a bunch of olive oil on you. Just a greasy demon. When are you really going to get delivered? You know, because here's the thing. I'm over people using the scripture. Where all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Oh, yes, we have. But when are you going to practice living holy for God? When are you going to practice being holy for the Lord? Huh? When are you gonna practice sanctification? Huh? You know, the church always talk about the alphabet soup, but they don't talk about the adulterers and the whoremongers and the whores. These are Bible words. These are Bible words. These are Bible words. Sin is sin. Sin against your body is sin. Believe that. For your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So if we're going to talk about one, we're going to talk about all. We're going to talk about one. We're going to talk about all. When are you going to truly repent and turn from your wicked ways? Because if you're practicing sin, like you're intentionally practicing sin, you're intentionally doing this thing. You're intentionally practicing sin. When the Lord turns you over to a reprobate mind, because you know God, you know his word. Dang, this opened up to the book of Judges. Oh, sweet Jesus. Judges chapter five. Then sang Deborah and Barak, the son of Abanon, on that day, saying. Praise ye the Lord for the avenging of Israel when the people willing, fee, willing, willingly offered themselves. Ain't that something? Oh, Jesus. Praise ye the Lord for the avenging of Israel when the people willingly offered themselves. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh Jesus! For those of you who always say the Lord can't use women, will He use Deborah the judge? Hey yo yo yo, cut out more kidding? See, yeah 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 I love Bible. I, I love I love the Word of God. Like, gotta open it up like boom. He avenged the people. When they willingly offer themselves, you are to offer yourself as a living sacrifice unto God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing how it's just amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing the foolishness the foolishness the foolishness is foolery going on in some of these churches well it's all churches it's just some is being exposed some is not some are more cunning and clever than the others um there's a lot of churches that they have it going on and they correct it see here's the thing because at the end of the day like there's there this this is just real You have different people from all walks of life going into the church and the church is like a hospital. So this does go in, go on in all churches. If anybody try to tell you that don't happen in my church. No, yes, it does. But you have leaders who truly have integrity and character. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the spirit of God. So they correct these things to get the house of God in order as God has commanded them to do. They set the record straight for God, not themselves, not themselves, not themselves, but for God, but for God. So just know judgment is already here. I mean, that's why the Lord is exposing these wicked leaders through what social media, since everybody want to stream their church services live. I mean, I understand during COVID they wanted to keep their members, but some of you people need to stop streaming your church services live because all you do is expose yourself. And if you know you wicked and you really not in it for God and you only in it for the money, stop streaming your services live. If you don't want correction and rebuke, In the mighty name of Jesus. Because at the end of the day, if you're showing it to us, oh yeah, the righteous judgment of God for those of us who are bold and courageous and we don't care about what you think, we care about what God thinks, oh yeah, we're going to speak up on it and you ain't got to like it, but the truth is the truth. And for those of you out there that get mad at the secular world talking about the church, well, the church is talking about the secular world. So at the end of the day, the secular world can even see the foolishness that goes on in the church because the church folks are acting just like them. Boom, boom boom and boom so at the end of the day oh yeah the judgment is heard and the lord is allowing everyone to judge y'all sitting over time about you know do not judge oh no there is righteous judgment you don't need to be out there accusing folks but at the end of the day because the accuser straight from the devil and their righteous judgment is from god now that self-righteous judgment you need to kill it because it's your pride but at the end of the day because none of us are perfect true story all of us have sinned and fall, fallen from the I got a machine <laughs> man the spirit in me all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. True story, true story. But when are you going to start living your life for God, not the world, and not your sin? Hello, somebody. When are you going to practice living holy for God the same way you've been practicing living in sin? Hello, somebody. Y'all don't like this type of talk because you want to do what you want to do, how you want to do it, and you think ain't nothing wrong with it, but I'm here to let you know on today, when the Lord turns you over to a reprobate mind and just let the devil have his way with you, we go see how that work out for you. I bet you you'll repent and come back to him for real because at the end of the day the wicked perish witches die warlocks die this is real this is real you need to watch your mouth if God hasn't told you to speak it keep your mouth shut That's why I'm careful when I get on here, because if God hasn't told me to speak, y'all got to know I don't even go live often. So, you know, for me to go live, it is a word from the Lord. Believe that I'm not on here every day going live. I'm not on here trying to get your coins. Believe that I have a job. I thank God for them when I get them, but I have a job. My intention is not to get on here and rob you, but it is to give you a word, give you a warning and let you know what the Lord is saying right now, not later, but now. So just know. All you wicked leaders, y'all keep on live streaming for us so you can keep being exposed. And then righteous judgment. Ooh, sweet Jesus. God go rise up every remnant from everywhere all around the world. Because we're reaching the world on all these platforms Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And you better believe you're going to have people rising up from all different countries against the wicked. The remnant is coming together. And I just love the Lord. You know, there's a fire on the inside of us that no one can put out. Hey, and the only person mad is the devil and lukewarm Christians. (laughs) You need to be either hot or cold. Like, you just run and run with the devil or, you know, submit your life unto God. And then resist the devil and he will flee. True story. True story. Because, like, it's time for the body of Christ to get it together. I mean, you know, get right or get left. Because at the end of the day, yo, like, if the Lord was to come right now. Would you be ready to be taken up? That's the question. If you were to die today, where would your soul go for eternity? Where would it go? Like, do you all know I ask myself these questions every day? So this is one of the reasons why I try to live right for Christ. Like, that is why my goal, not try, that is why my goal is to live right for Christ. Like, I'm like so serious right now. I ask myself this question daily. I ask myself this question throughout the day. That's how I keep my mind set on Christ and the things of God. I can't even make this up. And it's because I buried a son. Like, he died in the middle of the day. He was shot in broad daylight. It's because my mother passed away in her sleep. I had to do two funerals in two years. Plan them. Don't let the devil keep tricking you into believing that you have until tomorrow. Today is the day of salvation. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now, like accept him. If you believe that he died and he rose on the third day, accept him. Invite him into your heart. You go to him desperate for a change. Not just this yay, yay. Welcome to the kingdom of God. No, this is for a real change. Repentance is a real change. It's the renewing of the mind. It's you going through the process, being discipled. You get under good leadership. So you will learn the things of God because if you haven't been in church, you don't know. So you need a teacher. You need good leadership. You need a good Holy Ghost-filled leader and, and that can teach you the things of God properly. I'm, I'm just being honest with you all because this thing does matter. It matters. It matters. And once you go through your process whatever your process may be because everybody has a different process everyone has different strongholds but whatever your process is Know that Jesus is a healer. He is a deliverer. It's not the man or the woman of God that you sit under or that you listen to on these platforms. But it is the Holy Spirit. It is the Spirit of God that will set you free. Keep you free. Oh God, keep you from committing sin in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, we get tempted, but we do not sin. We do not even desire to sin. Oh, let's break this thing down. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus 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 Mm-mm-mm. Jesus is coming. is Disco- will confess that Jesus is Lord. That He is Lord. You know, it's crazy how the church bow to corrupt leaders, but they don't bow to Jesus. It's amazing how people bow to the foolishness and the corrupt and the wicked, but In the end, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So the thing is, you either bow now or you bow later. But one thing's for sure and two things for certain. You don't want to be in the group of the church folk. That when judgment day hits and they have to face Jesus and hear the words, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Yeah, you prophesied in my name. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, you did all these events and these conferences in my name. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, all these convocations in my name. Mm Uh-huh. You made all that money. Oh, yes, you did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You did all that preaching. Oh, yes, you did. But you didn't have any love. Any love. It was not for me. It was for your own personal gain. You got your reward on earth. And now you don't have it in heaven. And in heaven. My house. I go to much there are many mansions. And you're not going into any of them. Depart from me. You workers of iniquity. I never... Knew you. You had your mansion on earth when you were robbing God people. We go You had your mansion on earth when you were robbing the people of God. Oh yeah, you had your beans, huh? Your Rolls Royce, huh? Your Range Rover, huh? You had all these things. You had the mass church building your mega church. That was your mansion. You had your mansion with your gated community. Oh, yeah, that was your mansion. You ain't got no mansion here in heaven. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. You got your reward on earth. You know, see... I found out that spiritual wealth is the best wealth you can have and man i'm storing up my riches for heaven why because i found out when you leave this earth you can't take nothing with you i mean i got things of my mothers my sons i thrown away majority of everything and gave everything away you can't take your money your money's still here like none of these things on this earth go with you when you die so the thing is i'd rather have my heavenly reward i am um, you know we live heaven on earth yeah we bringing heaven down to earth but like let's be clear this world go pass away so then what like where is your soul gonna go Heaven or hell? Up or down? Where is your soul going? Those of you walking around with unforgiveness. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. This is what I have to say about ignorant people who really don't know what they're doing. I ask God to forgive them. They don't have enough sense and decency to ask God to forgive them themselves. Like you all better know that unforgiveness you walking around in, that's what's causing many of your illnesses. It's a hard issue. How do I know? When I had hate in my heart for my youngest son's dad, he's the only person on this earth I've ever hated because he tried to kill me. He beat me while I was pregnant. Other things went on true story I ain't lying and it's a part of my testimony and whoever don't like it well don't listen but at the end of the day my testimony is my testimony and I'm alive and well and praise the Lord hallelujah to the Lamb of God and don't look like the hell that I've gone through and I thank God for my son he's a blessing thank God for him miracle baby but at the end of the day he was the only person that I hated ever in life and do you know that hate for him I had three suicide attempts Had a stroke. Like, this thing is real. It causes sickness in your body. Like, this thing is so real. Because the things he did to me caused me to have severe depression and anxiety. So, this is just like, you know, that is literally what happened. So, at the end of the day, like, now that I no longer hate him, (laughs) like... But there was a time that I did. So it was the unforgiveness of, the unforgiveness I had for him was him beating me in my stomach while I was pregnant and beating me in my head while I was pregnant. Considering he got me pregnant on purpose and I didn't even want another baby at the time. I had two children. Young mom, two children. But he wanted a baby by me. He got me pregnant on purpose and he had a trolley horse, slipped the condom off in the middle of sex. True story. True story. So it's not only women that trick men into having babies. Men do that, too, just to be clear. So stop saying it's all women, because men do it, too. Make no mistake about it. But, uh, Jesus. With that being said, while I had hate in my heart, What manifested from that hate was a stroke. And it was after I had to give my younger son to his dad. And the hate grew stronger because I couldn't understand why God had me do it. But then a year later, my, old, my oldest son was murdered. Then I could understand it clearly. But in that moment, when I had to do it, Not knowing that it was the protection of my son, I was just thinking about how much I hated his dad, but yet I had to give his dad custody of him. And then when we in court, this man is bashing me, and I'm knowing you set up front and got me pregnant on purpose. You set up front and beat me. You did this and that to me, but I'm not bashing you in front of the judge. I'm not doing any of this. I'm not doing any of this. I'm not doing any of this. So at the end of the day, So, at the end of the day, you know, sweet Jesus, at the end of the day, just know, having hate in your heart will kill you. So, forgive. Forgive. No matter what, if the person don't apologize, if the person never apologized, because I've never gotten an apology from many People who intentionally hurt me, but I still forgave them because the Bible tells us if you don't forgive your trespassers, God not going to forgive you. You have to forgive. If you want God to forgive you. And I'm going to leave it with that. I pray you all enjoy your day. I pray this has blessed you. You know, thank you for the likes, the follows, the shares. Like, I thank you. I thank you. But it's time for us to speak up against this foolishness going on in the body of Christ. Because if a bishop feels like he can choke a church member, that's not the spirit of God. If these leaders keep feeling like they can raise the price in church because the government has raised the price on everything, because no, see everything started with the government, the gas, the inflation, the groceries, everything started at the government. It, if you believe anything else, then I'm sorry, but it did. And then these church leaders sitting up here trying to rise prices like they the government. You're not the government. Jesus didn't charge. Yes, the ministry has to be funded. God will send you people that will fund your ministry. But the poor will also always be among us. What does that mean? The poor don't have to give you their money when they can barely pay their bills and feed their children and clothe their children. Stop trying to condemn the poor and curse the poor because the poor is going to be among us. This is Bible. This is not Rosina Akinola. You need to start thanking God for the people who can give and help fund your ministry and help sponsor you and get up off the poor. Because the poor will always be among you. Everybody will not live a wealthy lifestyle. Everybody will not be an entrepreneur. Some people will always work for others. Stop the foolishness and the lies. Prayer is a safety over you all. I pray that the Lord gives you peace of mind. I pray he gives you the peace that surpasses all understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that you find forgiveness in your heart for everyone who has done you wrong, knowingly or unknowingly, because sometimes people really don't know what they're doing. Sometimes people truly don't know, and it's just the whole truth. But I pray that you find forgiveness in your heart for those people no matter what. Because once you start forgiving, God will open up the windows of heaven and really pour you out a blessing. It ain't always about men. Y'all don't get it. It's a heart issue. Many people be like, how this person get blessed? How this person get blessed? God really do know their heart. Like just because we may think one thing to see people always want to judge their outward appearance. And that's the problem with people. God judges the heart. You all get mad at people that are being blessed, but you don't know their sacrifices. You don't know what they do privately, because y'all always trying to show everybody everything you're doing. That's the problem. Showing your right hand what your left hand is doing. Showing your left hand what your right hand is doing. I mean, just showing everything. And then you sit up here. And you think because of a person's past, they're not supposed to be blessed. You think because of a person's past, they're not fit for ministry when everyone the Lord used was rough around the edges. Murderers. 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 Moses and David both were murderers. And y'all love y'all some David. David killed Goliath. And he also killed Bathsheba's husband. (laughs) Got some funny folks, man. Amen. 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 And amen. That is what I say, too. It's like the whole truth because people don't understand it. People don't understand it. People don't understand it. We, we've we got to. like Forgiveness is required. <laughs> like, hello. Love God. Love people. Love your neighbor as yourself. Many of you can't love your neighbor as yourself because you don't love yourself. I pray that you start loving yourself. I pray that you realize that God loves you. I truly pray that you stop looking for love in all the wrong places. These men, these women, drugs and alcohol cannot satisfy you. You will always look for love if you're looking for love in those places. But there's a man called Jesus. He heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. For all of you with daddy issues, God is a father to the fatherless. And that's what I have to repeat every time I think about my grandson because my son is dead his dad is dead but God is his father Hmm. Jesus I pray you all enjoy your day and learn to love because love covers a multitude of sin you all be blessed stay encouraged and speak up about the wickedness that goes on in the church with boldness And with courage, because God, because God, he loves you. He loves you. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us. And he wants the best for us. He loves us. You all enjoy your day. Be blessed. Stay encouraged in Jesus' name.